What is going on, everybody? It's see back in for another episode of Fut Live, and today we have a special episode because we, one, don't have Joey on, uh, but we have Felix, as of course, and then we also have Alex, aka the FIFA analyst. Alex, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much for having me. It's good to be here. So we've been trying, honestly, behind the scenes, tell everyone, we've been trying to sort this for weeks, um, just different schedules going on, as we've said before. Felix in Germany, Alex, obviously, I think you're UK, so... I'm East Coast United States, and even Joe, Joey and I are both in the United States, not even in the same time zone. So even that can't get figured out. So we've been trying to figure this for weeks. So I'm super excited for this, um, having Alex on. And then obviously it's a big episode as is because Team of the Year is out. I think, at least personally for me, FIFA has been slowing down uh, and getting sooner and sooner dying for me. But Team of the Year always brings everyone back around. Everyone gets hyped for it. I know like if you go sort through Twitch on right now, FIFA's one of the top channels um at least during the one o'clock releases and then everyone's loving pack so very big episode today and i'm super excited to get into it so let's just get into it i mean it's team of the year uh we what are we saying with the team of the year uh we we like it uh kind of different first time ever well pr- before uh the other day without ronaldo uh making it into the main team of the year so that was interesting um and so yeah uh felix what do you thought what are your thoughts on team of the year so far um, in terms of the promo you're asking, or rather the player selection? Uh, a little bit of both, because I think the player selection is part is the most part of the promo. So, um, I don't know. I think it's pretty much the the team of the year everyone expected, isn't it? In terms of who got in, um, when when you were talking to people, like who they voted for, is pretty much pretty much the same one. But like the defense, I think was Locke, mm-hmm. Dyke, Robertson, Trent, Allison. I think there was no debate about those. Um, the leaks a lot of people thought oh, he might not get in there but I don't know I, th- I thought he would and uh, yeah we- we've got the-, the three attackers we expected I think Mane and Messi definitely deserve it um, mm-hmm. that pay there is a point to be made and I actually think Lewandowski in terms of performance last year he should have got in over him yep but like it's the vote isn't it if, if you ask the people I think it was very predictable what was going to happen so, oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, I would agree. I'm, I'm happy with it. Like, it's, it's a great team, though. De Jong, uh, Kante, De Bruyne as well. There's not really a card where you'd think, like, I don't know, he's kind of pointless. I'm not really the biggest fan of him. Uh, good cards, man. Like, they, they look great. They juice them up massively again, which I like. It's just a shame that they're so hard to pack. Um, mm-hmm. terms, of, terms of the promo as well, um, I think the SPCs, they, they could have done a bit more there in terms of what they did for the ratings and stuff. Marcelo, uh, especially as the 88 rated, I would have loved to see like a 90 rated and a 92 rated or something, just proper juice these SBCs as well. That being said though, we did get uh, that Eden Hazard today, which uh, does look phenomenal. Massive rating as well. Um, I'm still sitting on, on loads of SBC fodder that I can't get rid of. So if we could have more of that, EA, please, if you're listening, um, I'm down, you know. That'd be cool. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts so far on um, Team uh, of the Year? As Felix said, I mean, the actual team, obviously, you know, pretty much what we expected. I think Lewandowski is probably the only one that you probably said, let's be honest, deserves to be in there. But obviously, when it comes to, you know, the 12th man, people just aren't going to pick him, are they? It's always going to be Ronaldo or, or Neymar. Um, what I'm kind of surprised with, that EA haven't, done some money grab making way of doing it of finding a way to get Neymar in there um 
I just feel like they're going to rock up at some point. What I was hoping was they'd rock up at some point and just go, oh, yeah, here's a Neymar, you know, like should, maybe should have got in, but didn't have a great year, something like that. Um, but they're just all so expensive, man. And for myself, uh, I've been lucky enough to use um, 98 Mbappe and 98 De Bruyne. I've only used them, I've used Mbappe yesterday for the first 10 games of Weekend League, and then I've only just started using De Bruyne today. And can I just say, you're right, it's probably going to be a bit what you're talking about. They're not, De Bruyne's good, but for De Bruyne, where I'm playing him in CDM in 4-2-3-1, obviously a little bit wasted, you know, he's better going forward. And then Mbappe, I feel like in clean gameplay, he's strong, he can dribble, you know, all that sort of stuff. However, you can't utilise him to the way that I'd want him to be utilised. Because everyone plays drop back, you almost never get the chance to run him behind. So I'm a little bit disappointed with that. Uh, but other than that, yeah, the, t- the team's what you expect. The only card that I'm kind of thinking I really want to try out, just see what he's like, is that 99 Van Dyke because that looks absolutely mm-hmm. filthy. Uh, I think that's that is legit the best defender in Ultimate Team history. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's sitting at 2.8 mil on Xbox, 3.1 on PS4, um, 84 acceleration, 90 sprint speed. Just, you're just not going to get past him. What would you even do in terms of Kemstar? Because uh. A shadow kind of feels like a waste in, in a way. Oh yeah, I mean he's defending. Uh... It's just for the pace. <laughs> defending is perfect. I thought I thought an engine maybe to get the balance and agility up. But... Mm, possibly. He's agility, agility and balance, obviously seventy six and sixty six on the balance side of things. So yeah, you could do that to obviously to increase it. But I mean that I'd, I'd be scared to come up against that. I, I don't I, honestly. I wouldn't. The normal Van Dyke's hard enough to get past as it is. Yeah, trying to get past that team in here. I know it's insane. That's a that is an incredible card, and yeah, yeah. The team, like everyone said, is basically what we expected. It's actually everyone I voted for, except for obviously as a Lewis Stan, I had to vote for him over Mbappe. But it's literally the rest of the team is exactly who I voted for. Um, I may, I may have forgot to vote. <laughs> Did um, you actually? Yeah, I saw a few people say that, like, oh, I forgot to, I forgot to vote. It, I saw it pop up on my timeline on Twitter, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll do that later on. And then I saw people do a few videos, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that later on. And I just never got around to it. And then by that point, it was too late. And a lot of time, I think the big issue was, I think a lot of what people said is they the first time they went to do it, it was messed up because remember they when they first released it, the voting system was all messed up, and you couldn't actually submit it. So everyone had gone in the first day and tried to do it, and then didn't go back and actually do it when it was fixed. So Can I, I just say, I mean, it's EA. Do they ever get anything right first time round? <laughs> Not, not quite. No, so, no. Have you yeah. ever seen an issue with uh, with lightning rounds, FIFA points? It hardly. Oh no, no, no. Of course, you, <laughs> you you bet your ass it's going to be fixed within seconds. Well, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, what was there was a glitch with the icon swaps, wasn't there, where you could play against friendlies or something? Oh um, yeah, I've heard about that. That got doing patched. friendlies and with countless yeah. rivals. That got patched straight away, but they haven't released a patch, which I don't understand. How can they fix it without releasing a patch? Mm-hmm. But then, but then other fixes. They say, "Well, we need to put out a patch to fix it." That actually that opens up the door for all these conspiracy theories where people go, "EA dropped a soft patch and ruined finishing again," or some stuff in it. Because mm-hmm. if they can change that without patch or whatever, yeah, I'm, I'm just a little bit confused. I mean, for, for you to change something in the game where it, it it's funny though, isn't it? Because we've all complained about right stick switching, we've complained about this, this, and that, and. They've not really done anything about it. Sooner something they realise is positive for the community and that you know you can you can get these icon swaps done quicker by playing friendlies, they go, Oh no, you're not allowed to do that. We'll we'll get that fixed straight away. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what I've been saying as well. They always fix the stuff that makes things easier for people, but yeah. When it when something is to your detriment, stop timing it, just give it a few weeks, they'll probably forget about it entirely. 
Yeah, it's just just typical AI on a whole, I suppose, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, I, uh, it's just it is crazy that all that stuff, like just how fast the response times on fixing things too. And then the fact that it happened like during like was it it was yesterday that people noticed it, right? Or is it actually sooner? I know we were talking about it in your stream yesterday, Felix, but um, I, I don't know if when the pat the patch I'll put in air quotes came out, but um, but yeah, it's interesting. So I think today today we got Hazard, which is an interesting one because. He's basically like an end game left wing for like a La Liga team, but he's also isn't he just like just under the cost of that player of the month, Messi? Which I think so, seems yeah. insane. I had a look on uh, Footburn earlier, and I think he came in at about was it one point three million something mm-hmm. around that range. Yeah, it seems and like it, he's got no expiry date though, so that's nice. Yeah, um, that's good too because of obviously you can fin- there's I, right now during team of the year there's all these big SPCs coming out like the Marcelo one um, and, so, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of SPC fodder used. So he will come down in price obviously throughout the year with the SPC price coming down. But the reason I brought up him is just given, uh, I don't think we, we didn't talk about it last time. It, it, it was new uh, last podcast, but I don't think we ever got to it was the untradable packs in the SPC. Um, that's a new thing. Uh, SPC packs from players, I think, have always been tradable. And now they're kind of picking and choosing when they're going to put tradable packs in and when they're going to put untradable packs in. And I know for me, I wasn't even paying attention as much. Like I said, I was kind of away from FIFA. And I came back on, did the Neuer, and I was like, wait a second, why can't I sell these players? And it kind of it kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, and I just, don't know I don't why know. they've done that. Yeah, I well. Like, I don't see the, the logic behind it. Do they just not... Well, I see to... the logic for them, but I don't... Yeah, but... Well, there is a there is two sides to it, I think, because people might think, oh, this is untradeable. Um, I might not even do this SPC then, because it, because it mm-hmm. is untradable. On the other hand, if people still do it, you're just screwing them out of making a potential profit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I personally think making, making the rewards like untradable is just the whole point of an SPC is that you're committing those coins to a player that you can never sell. You, you know, you've always got them in the club, whether you're going to use them or put them into an SBC at a later date, it's your choice. But you're basically sinking those coins, they're gone. You know, you, you're basically just getting a lighter and burning them. So then to not even have the chance to get anything back from that, people just aren't going to do SBCs anymore. Uh, you know, especially yeah, with some of the ones well. that are released on how expensive they are. Unless it's like, you know, your favourite card or it's a team, that a player from a team that you support or something, people just aren't going to do them and it's just not the right way to go about it. Like, people should see these cards and go, oh, that's like a really fun card. Yeah, the price is, you know, where there or thereabouts, what I'll do it. I've even got a chance of these packs to get back and pack something. I'm going to do it now. You release these cards that are right, Hazard 1.3 mil. For me, Hazard in the game, like just from using his normal card, not really a player that I'd I really like just the, the way he is doesn't kind of suit me. Um, 1.3 mil for an untradable hazard. Like that's, I understand why they've done it and making it so that it, it doesn't expire means that obviously people can do it. You know, if you take division rival rewards for the next few weeks untradable, you might get a couple of high rated players. You've got your foot champions, red picks, that sort of thing. You might make this card, what, 700, 800K gradually over time. And then obviously if the market fluctuates as well, but you're still submitting a lot of coins into a card that's then untradeable and you're getting untradeable rewards back from it. Like, it just doesn't sound like logic to me. Yeah, that I think was that's my exact piece. thinking as well, that, that it would just push people away from completing from completing SPCs. Because some SPCs in the past I've just done because I thought, you know what, that is a decent rated player for relatively cheap. I get a pack with it. I might just do it and dump him into an SPC later on. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, what's the point? I'll just get a player into like there's not even going to be icon SPCs this year, which further adds to the 
to the fact that I'm, I just don't want a complete player species this year, really. Yeah. I think um, the thing is as well, though, with them making it so that it doesn't expire, to me, right, I, I don't see them doing this with every card. It's, it's either they have done it by accident and it's not, you know, it is meant to have an expiry date, or they haven't done it because Hazard is, you know, the star man of the cover. And it's almost like a, we want to push you towards Hazard, like, you know, some little deal in the background for Hazard, like just to, you know, try and bump up his followers on Twitter, you know, some saff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, wh- wh- why have they made this one with no expiry date? Like, to me, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, it, it does. It does feel like that. It's either it's either a trial run or it's because of, it's it is odd that it's a hazard. Like you said, the cover star. Uh, yeah. If it was any other player, I'd I'd probably say lean be leaning trial, maybe a trial run. Yeah, see yeah. People like it, see what the community feedback is. But given that it's hazard, I, I, I'm with you with that. It's probably something to do with just the cover star and such like that. So especially because. I mean, the reasoning wasn't that great either. It was like I feel like we've been getting like flashback team of the years, and then like hazards like that goal versus West Ham or whatever is what they tweeted out with it, and it was just like it, it, it seemed like a very bold, boring reason during team of the year to give a card like this. But if, if it is like a cover star, not expiry date throughout the whole year, it makes sense to release it now, so you actually give it the whole year to to be there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to them doing this going forward. Uh, obviously. Gr- giving us stuff to grind towards is always good and stuff some of the slow grind is always good because like the seasons have been kind of a quick quicker i'll say grind because like 20 days but it's a grind for those 20 days but uh, having something like this that kind of lasts the, the fifa cycle will have us grinding for it for the rest of the year essentially if that's what you if that's what you're building towards so I, i'm always okay with with that so i hope it's a trial run and i hope they actually do this with other players as well because i think that's a it's a really cool addition to have these SBCs throughout the entire year I like yeah. it as well because, but I just don't think it's going to be something EA are going to do um, for every player or as a trial or something. I mm-hmm. wouldn't put it past them for this just to be a mistake because you know what they're like with mistakes in it. Um, yeah, I feel I like we brushed just, over I just that. I don't the first think time. it's going to be a thing because the, the way they get you into doing these SPCs quite a lot is literally just with the fear of missing out because you've got like a week to complete this and then you're like, oh, this is such a good player. I want him, but I can't afford him. I've got a week. How can I get to complete this player? Well, I've got to put money on the game. And then people spend FIFA points to open packs and get some coins so they can do their favorite player or whatever it is. And then if you remove the expiry date, all of a sudden they go, oh, wait, I've got time for this. I can just grind the game, not put money in and complete the SBC later on. I don't really know how that pans out for them, like why they've done this. If it is intentional, I'd like to understand the reasoning behind it because I just don't understand at this at this moment. Maybe, the only thing I can think maybe of is intentional. Who knows? The only thing I think of if it's intentional is that it's it's because of the mass. Like think of how expensive the SBC is at one point three million. Even what, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I think I think the SBCs having expiry date is good for EA in the long run because obviously it's like the oh I only have like a day to do this. I got to figure this out now. And then you make like a uh, rash decision, and then you're stuck with a player with untradeable packs, and you're sitting there. He's untradeable in your club. You can't do anything. So it's definitely smart for that going forward. But do you think? having an expiry expiry date of like a week on hazard changes um a lot of people being like oh i gotta i gotta go do him now i i feel like just because he's so expensive i don't think people are thinking i'm i gotta throw on fifa points to get this hazard done right away uh maybe the completion rate will be different but i think maybe if they could do this with these these huge name players that are and they're making the expense the spc quite expensive um and then 94 hazard probably i mean 1.3 is obviously the market's different but 
it just seems like maybe because of the mass of the player could be why that's not expiry. But I think we did brush over very quickly on the fact that it could be just a mistake. <laughs> and and, yeah. and that might actually be the most likely solution. Yeah. If it is a mistake that might have um, affect their bottom line and hit them in the wallet, it would have been fixed by now, let's be honest. True, true. Like we, we talked about how quickly they fixed the rival's objective. If they if they mess up with an SBC, you get fixed within like an hour or something. Yeah, that's true. But I guess we'll see I guess we'll see tomorrow, um, by one PM if it's fixed or not, or if they actually keep it there. Um and then if they release more. But I'm hoping I think we have what, one or two more days because it's Tuesday, so probably one more one to two more players left. I'm I'm really hoping Lewis somehow does sneak in where they just say, like, well, he's had that insane of a year could have been in and they just give him like a moment's SBC to like the five goals in nine uh five goals in nine minutes or something like that. Would be cool. You, and then give him like a boosted him, card. You watch him do it with uh, Neymar as well. Yep. Yeah, imagine oh, if the last geez. two players were Lua and Neymar. <laughs> That'd be oh, insane. Oh, I think I just got one. Yes, I got one. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you guys, man. I've been I've been opening I've been opening packs literally on the monitor <laughs> while we're doing the podcast. I just got Robertson. Come on. <laughs> Is it tradable? I doubt it because of the packs he's been opening. Yeah. But I mean, I did say if you got one. Um, that to send me the clip of it so I can put it in this podcast of you screaming, but we got I, it well, live. That for a, for a title, though. Team of the year live on the podcast. Live team that, of the that year. Is lucky guys podcast. Me, man. I love that. There you go. So Felix now packed two team of the years uh this year. Um but yeah, no, let's uh get to the actual gameplay. I know you kind of talked about it quickly, uh Alex, but you were trying out a couple team of the years in your team. Uh I know you start with Mbappe and then you have De Bruyne. Um Anything else? Any, I know I, I just finished watching your stream. Obviously, depending on the, where the podcast comes out, uh, you were 17 and three. And you, so you, obviously you said De Bruyne's being wasted, but overall you think he's an improvement on certain players that could be. Yeah, I think, I think he's a, a very good quality card. You know, there's no denying that. Um, I mean, he's currently sitting at 2.8, 2.6 on Xbox, 2.8 on PS4. Overall, you know, it's, it's one of the most well-rounded cards in the middle. Um, I just, for me, if you are going to have him, I feel like he needs to be played in that centre attack and mid role. But then I almost feel like, for me, I like to have like obviously you know his acceleration's eighty nine, sprint speed's eighty eight. You put you know put something on him to obviously increase that can make him feel a little bit quicker. But given the type of player that he is, like his stature and everything, you know how certain players like Neymar. He runs and he feels different to someone like De Bruyne. Do you know what I mean? Like the way they run, the way they mm -hmm. dribble, they feel quicker on the ball. So De Bruyne for me just doesn't fit that centre attacking mid role to a T. Like from my play style, for some people he will. And then CDM, you know, he is a little bit wasted there. He is better, you know, being able to get more into like into the box on the edge of the box. So for me, if you're going to have him, he's perfect in that four one two one two narrow. You know, if you're going to have him on that left centre mid role, he's got a five-star weak foot. You pretty much can't go wrong with him. The card which I really want to try this year, to be honest, uh, because I loved his gold card, is Frankie de Jong. He looks an absolute machine. Uh, for me, that seems like, for the for the bargain, bang for your buck, that is like the, the go-to card. And it, it feels like it's something that's needed as well because La Liga, you know, everyone has Militao, Varane, uh, Longley, Samedo, Mendy, all that sort of stuff. And then you've got people like Footmas Vidal, some people have the normal De Jong. That is just the next step that you needed for that La Liga team to just kind of uh, pop him in. And again, price-wise, he's fairly well on the market. And that's a card which I want to use more than anything. So I'd have to come back to you on him, but he looks like an absolute beast. But yeah, De Bruyne, uh, I'd say he's, he's good, but for that sort of money, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, at centre-attacking me, as I said, you could probably get more joy out of him. And I probably enjoy him more because you can go on either foot. 
But for me, Neymar has to play centre attacking mid. That's mm-hmm. the yeah, I'm I'm the same. Uh, there, Neymar Neymar out wide just did not work for me. I tried it, just I can't make him work there for some reason. So I, I have to have him central as well. Yeah. But I find it interesting that you say more than anything you want to try the young because that is probably the one that interests me the least out of them all. Really? Oh, you're not a not an Air Japes fan. He'll be he'll be he was probably so happy to see uh, the young. I know he loves him in the actually a C, as a CDM as like a playmaking. He's good. Yeah, I, I love his regular cards and informs in draft as well. Like he's he's fantastic. Just all the other cards look more appealing to me, if I'm honest. I mean, on Xbox, the young sitting at 1.5, uh, 1.7 on PS, four star skill moves, three star weak foot. So, all right, yeah, the weak foot's a bit of a letdown, but he just seems like an absolute tank. Uh, five foot 11. I mean, ideally, I'm talking end game here. Can you imagine him and Hullet in CDM next to each other? Oh, Ooh. stop. Hmm. That, and then you, you, you try that Kante by any chance, like in draft or something. I haven't, no, I haven't, I haven't played any drafts since the team of the year has been. Dude, you get him on the ball, it feels like you're playing mystery ball. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, does he just like feel like I? I think Nepo said something like that. I was watching one of his drafts videos because he, I saw he, he was trying to, uh, he or he got content in the draft, and I wanted to see how he liked him. And he was literally like, every stat feels like a lie. Like even, even it even feels like he has like four star uh, weak foot. <laughs> it really does. It, it's unbelievable. It feels like when you, I don't know if you guys have ever played a game of Mystery Ball. I think it's actually quite a funny game mode. It feels like you've got like the pace boost and dribbling boost on literally permanently. Unbelievable, man! He's such a good card. Yeah, no, no, Joey, Joey's just piped up as well in the in there saying Diong all the way. Oh yeah, Joey! I knew like I knew I knew Joey would have liked Diong too, but I know. It's the kind of teams uh, he's got usually as well, isn't it? So that's that's perfect for Joey. Uh, but for mm-hmm. me, for like for that card, for the price it's sitting at and what it'll probably come down gradually over time. That sort of card for me, for your average FIFA player, that's something to work towards because obviously, you know, coins, you know, people don't have ridiculous yeah, value for money. Is up there. Value for money, like if you want to try a team of the year, that just goes brilliant. I mean, let's not uh, put disrespect on their names though, as well. Robertson and uh, Trent Arnold at the back, Alexander Arnold, them two are absolute machines of a card as well. Like, I, I tried 5 3 2 last weekend. And that Robertson would be absolutely beautiful in like a left wing back role. The way he could just get up and down the pitch. Obviously, they've all got 99 stamina. There are, to be honest, I kind of want to come back in a couple of weekends and chuck that Robertson in my team and see how he can do. Just, you know, similar to the way he plays in real life. He likes to get forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to see him in like a five at the back or, or even, you know, le- left mid could, could go quite well for him if you play like a three at the back. It'd just be an absolute machine. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that too. Originally, I was thinking like, oh, we haven't even the wingbacks it's i think it's just because that in the past nobody's really cared about the wingbacks i mean marcelo has always been fun but i think this year like i mean those cards especially where we're saying like the only other even like board i think right back that's what english is walker um so like it's a huge upgrade over everybody else that has kind of same similar chem links um they obviously yeah van dyke you can just use regular gold van dyke to link one of those guys and but yeah no they look they look really good and then um uh, and in a position where we've gotten some good SPCs recently, but it's still kind of a lackluster wingback core in the game, I think that they could be huge players for some people. And I don't, I wonder if Felix will find a way to work that Robertson in somehow. Um, um, I mean, I can so without any problem. He, he fits. Yeah, I oh, think I'll use him. Yeah, you got to which I love. Um, I think he's outside of Robertson, who I've not tried and can't judge on yet. I think that Footmas Mendy is the best uh, left back in the game. Mm-hmm. That's not an icon, and even with icons, actually, I don't know if there's any or a lot better cards 
the name. But I'll I'll put that Robertson in. He just he links to Fred and he links to Kante. Is all I need. Oh, there you go. So, can I chime in on Kante? Can I make an appearance, guest appearance? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, you've already started, so you might as well keep going. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just hijacked the pot. No, so I used Kante in draft. I, I agree with what everything you guys said, but you know what really, really is bad about him? His uh, attacking positioning. He he attacks so much. Uh, I think they've upgraded attack positioning, but he he doesn't play the DM role like his gold card does. Hmm. So. Interesting. That's the only thing I didn't like. He was always pushing forward, even in a four-two-three-one. That'd be interesting to see going forward. I, yeah, I haven't seen too many reviews of people actually. I, like every review I've heard of Conte is like in Ben in the draft, so I haven't actually seen um, people reviewing his uh, like card in on in their teams' role, uh, weekend league. So I'd, I'd be interested to see how people play with when they play like thirty games with him. See if they notice that too. I was using him in a in a four four two at centre mid on uh, balanced instructions because I actually wanted him to go forward a bit because I wanted to try him out there. It's crazy, man. He's so good. It feels like you've got Roadrunner coming at your defence or something. It's incredible. Like he's so small and so fast, so good on the ball. He's got it all, man. If he had skill moves, I remember in FIFA eighteen, I had his team of the year um, in my team for the longest time. He had three star skills, man. That was fun as well. You could just roulette around people. He's not got that anymore, sadly. And then you also packed Allison Felix, but I feel like as a goalkeeper, I've talked about we've talked about this a few times on the podcast. But I feel like goalkeepers, as as much as getting better, they don't. I don't know if they feel that much better, but I'd be interested to see if people actually like this Allison a lot better. Um, obviously, last year Allison was essentially unusable, uh, and then <laughs> he was awful. He was so I'd I'd be interested to see if people think this team of the year is better. I know people have used Allison earlier in the year as as is. Obviously, since then it's kind of been the Ter Stegen show. Uh, everyone has Ter Stegen, uh, and then we just obviously had Neuer, and then you have Vandersar in the icon swaps. So a couple good goalies like coming around FIFA right now. So I'd wonder how Allison stacks up to him if he's if a team of the year actually improves. Except I, I feel like last year like De Gea regular De Gea versus team of the year De Gea. I didn't really mind facing either one of them. It felt the same to me. So. I would, I would I'd be interested to see uh, what people th- thought about Allison. And then I think that's everyone except for Delict would be an interesting one. Uh, he got the huge upgrade. Um, and then obviously Ronaldo and Messi, but I, th- I, th- I think it th- goes without saying on how good they, they are as cards. So. Um, that Delict is actually mad cheap as well for the quality. Yeah, he's, I was just looking at 850 on Xbox. Um, yeah, 91 sprint speed, kind of low acceleration, good agility and balance though. I mean... 99 strength, uh, as you expect, and then 99 marking and some high 90s defending. Uh, it just looks like an actually, like, well, I think from what you said right off the jump, Felix, was the boost that they had given these cards was was great as usual for Team of the Year, but f- for a card like the Lict is, is the one he needed, I think, to be successful in this game and to be used. Um, 99 shot power. I'm just thinking, can you imagine if you ever came up against him and Van Dyke? <laughs> With like Vandersar and Net? <laughs> I just, I think I just quit, to be honest. <laughs> I just, I just won't go near him. No, I mean, you, we, I don't even know how you would score against that. Uh, not to get lucky. Do, do but, uh, that would be, be a great video for you to make, how to score when you're up against Van Dijk and the Licks in defence. <laughs> yeah, just, just, it would be a very quick video, Felix. It would be loaded into the game, see it, it, just dashboard. Hit the pause button, move over to yeah. the match and accept that. <laughs> Call it a day, yeah. But no what, what's, what's scary for that, though, is right that we're going to have this for a very long time because the Licks 20. Like... Oh, just think of the next 10 years of FIFA where this guy possibly could be in the team of the year every single year if he carries on. <laughs> oh, it's going to be I scary. Mean, he's having man. a bit of a nightmare at Juventus, right? Isn't he? I'll be, I haven't. I, haven't, had that that I know. Yeah. At the, I, haven't, I haven't heard since the very like early, early 
just the year, and I, I there he was horrible to start off, but it was also new new place for him, new new everything. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if he settled yeah, in since then. Potentially but. as well. I can't imagine he's like lost his ability or something. That just can't be a thing. Yeah, and it's it's Juve. Yeah, they're uh, known for the defending, so he'll he'll settle in. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the fact that he's twenty, and then Mbappe, obviously, well, um, just some really young young players in there. Obviously, we were just talking about where I had mentioned at the start that pre the twelfth man voting, this is the first time Ronaldo's not in, so we're seeing changing of the guard there. Uh, Messi, who knows how long he has left in it uh, as well, and so we're starting to see some of these younger players in. So it'd be interesting to see how the team here changes because l- uh, last year we had Danny Alves leaving finally <laughs> after about eighty five years in there. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> And then, I, I, so it's interesting to see some of these new positions. I think Robbo and Trent probably be in there for a while as well. I know Trent's super young, um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see like stuff like that. And I, I, as much as I don't really cards because they're they're so high level um, that a lot of times I don't get there uh, to use a lot of them. I think I like Team of the Year as a whole as like a promo and like a hype machine, I guess, for Twitch and. Can uh, I FIFA. touch on one thing with Team of the Year, right? Which you lot might disagree with. What really frustrates me with this, so the way Felix has done it is I'm absolutely fine with it. What really annoys me, right, is I go onto Twitter on a, week, a daily basis, you know, before team of the year, and all you get is complaining, moaning for the majority of people about how bad the gameplay is, how bad the servers are, this, that, the game's got problems and everything. As soon as they put some nice little flashy cards in front of you and they release some promo packs, everyone goes, oh, yeah, it gets really excited. I'm not being funny, but you're part of the problem there. For me... I don't mind the game when the game's clean. As soon as it's delayed, whatever, it's disgusting. I would not give them a penny just because I've put some little blue card in front of me. And I just think that everyone needs to kind of grow up a little bit. However, if this is your hobby and you really enjoy FIFA and, you know, you've got the money there to do it, then please feel free. It's your money at the end of the day. But if you're back on Twitter in the next week saying, oh, the game's got this, it's got this, and got this, this is wrong, this is terrible, EA, I hate you, what are you doing? No, I fully agree. I uh, This would be... Well, I don't usually, like I said, don't spend a ton of money around Team of the Year, but I haven't spent a single dime. I, I, for me, it's gotten me to at least get log on to the game. I've been, I've been streaming a lot of Call of Duty, Fortnite, and and uh, just other games in general. Like I've, I've played the least amount of FIFA, uh, this early into the year in a long time, uh, because I just haven't, like you said, like I, at at times I've actually really enjoyed FIFA Twenty, the game, but I haven't enjoyed FIFA Twenty, the server. So, um, yeah, so I haven't played as much. But of it's course, got, we want. <laughs> I'm extremely excited in that, but it just—it's just funny to see people, you know, just get excited when they release some nice little blue cards. Obviously, I want the best for this game. I want you know, many everyone to be playing it and watching it. You know, it helps everyone else out. It's a good time for everyone. I just think people have really short memories and contradict themselves very quickly. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, and then like we saw, like ever, uh, this seems to be like a, a consensus. I know we've talked about this plenty of times, but we live in the Twitter bubble of FIFA, so we see only the tweets and stuff like that. But it seems like the the biggest consensus not enjoying FIFA ever, and the first day of Team of the Year at one o'clock when Castro started opening packs, FIFA was the most popular game on Twitch. Yeah, again, so for for when like Castro, people have a go at these, you know, the big guns for doing it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Packs. I mean. That's their it's it, that's with their job at the end of that. I get why they do it. You know, I'd rather them opening it than me go and chuck the money on and see me get absolutely nothing. Like if they they're going to do it, that's that's their choice. That's fine. But then like they're doing that for a different reason. If you're just an average gold one player and you go on Twitter, you know, every week saying this is a problem, that's a problem. Or you know, even if you're just just an elite player of silver, whatever it is. But then you go and you know, some I'm not talking about you know just putting like five k points on or something. People put hundreds and hundreds on of these promos, like. And then they just moan about it, and it, it, I just think it's funny, really. It is, yeah. No, and I was gonna say the same thing is too. I, I see, I, I saw a lot of hate towards just the bigger streamers and stuff like that. It's like 
at the end of the day, it's their job. And what I just said is exactly why they do it. We FIFA on Twitch really has been, you just see it every year kind of falling down the gamer boards. Fortnite's up there. Apex is up there. Now Escape from Tarkov. Like all these games are coming up and passing FIFA on the Twitch. And, and, and first day, as soon as packs are kind of the in thing, Castro is number one. So you can see why he's opening packs. Like if he was, if he was sitting there playing like rivals, I don't think he's the number one. Like I don't think Twi- uh, FIFA on Twitch is where it was. It wouldn't be the number one game on Twitch. So uh, people are there to I open packs. I don't understand so. why they get hate. Why would yeah, you I don't hate know. on someone for making money? They- well, I assume it's jealousy as well because they are they can put all those co- they have the money to put those points on. They obviously it's a it's a business expense to put those points on, uh, so they do get some tax relief on that as well. Um, so there is like I think it, there is like not advantages to do, them doing it other than just more viewers. But I think that's where the the hate comes in is it's really just jealousy because. That you can watch, <laughs> you you turn on Basin stream and he's like, oh, starting the stream and I got two hundred fifty thousand FIFA points loaded up, um, and and you look at yourself, you're like, I can't even afford twelve k or twenty four k. It's like, there's where the jealous. I think it just becomes jealousy, and you're like, oh, you're ruining the game, where really they're they're a small minority. Yeah, and, they're, and they're, sm- they're a small minority, but then at the same time, all right, probably not in the way that I would do it if I was at that level. But they promote the game in the way they bring new players to the game as well. They, you know, they increase the player base just because of the viewing that they've got. Yes, you're yep. right. They don't, they don't make the game better in any way, shape, or form. Like you know, that's not really where they tend to, you know, try and help out in that front. However, if you know people weren't watching them and weren't interested, that means that they haven't got a job. People like us that do this as a little side hobby haven't got anyone watching us. It's not being funny, but I wouldn't sit there and stream to no people. Like that's not interesting. Mm-hmm. So we need we need FIFA to be up those rankings. Even you know people that might not be massive football fans, they might just start watching it and then they start to become a football fan and then they pick a team. So it's there for the right reasons. I think I think those sort of people that moan about it is just yeah, they're just idiots as well. Mm-hmm. No, and I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not being funny, lads, but if you made all that, that money from it and someone said you want to chuck a million FIFA points on and it's not really going to cost you a penny because you're going to make it back in videos and uh, streaming, would you do it? Probably. <laughs> they, they're doing it for profit as well. Like, yeah, exactly. No money. They, they, oh, yeah. If they were losing money, they wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, for me, I, I find it funny as well, though, because as soon as Team of the Year came out, I didn't open packs. Uh, haven't made any of my content around Team of the Year other than I've got a Team of the Year card, so I'll put it in my stream title or something. But I noticed that as soon as Team of the Year got released, no one was interested in the YouTube videos that I was uploading because everyone just wanted to go and watch pack openings. <laughs> just, just sums up that they put nice little flashy cards in front of you. We're all still kids at heart. We all still, you know, we go into a candy shop. We want want some candy. I don't know why I said candy. I'm from the UK. But, uh, you know, we want a little sweetie or something. They put a nice little blue card in front of you and it's like, oh, yes, give me, give me, give me. Yeah, you know what they're doing and they know what they're yeah. doing in the promo. Definitely, definitely. I, I just don't understand why people, people are hating, man. If you're making profit from opening packs, because you know something in this world, that. Felix. These, these people have no idea what I do for money, and they're hating on on others for having fun on a video game. Like what? Because people see profit as a bad word, unfortunately, Felix. It shouldn't happen, according to a lot of people in this world. But anyway, shall we move on? Uh, Joey had something he wanted to say. So yeah, so on what Alex was saying, he was saying um, like he doesn't get why people spend money on the game if they're complaining about the servers. So I haven't played in. I haven't played Weekend League. I think this is the third week I haven't played because I just needed a break from... The servers have been driving me wild, as most of you guys know, and I've complained. And I vowed not to spend FIFA points, and I have no clue why I put 80 bucks into the game this weekend. Like, I literally don't. I loaded oh, up did? my Xbox. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you and are weak. I was, like, sitting there, I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm not even going to play Weekend League this weekend. And I still spent FIFA points. It's just crazy, like... I have no reason. 
behind it. I have no explanation to why I did it. I just did it because I was like, oh, maybe I'll get lucky. And if I do play the game again in the next few weeks, I'll have a card that I can sell for profit or whatever. It's just like the promo sucks you in. It's crazy. It's, just, it's crazy how it plays with your emotions. But you know what's mental, Jerry, that you, you've done that. You know, that Obviously, that's just them and, and their marketing, which is unreal how they can even pull someone in that's not even playing the game actively. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, if I pack someone good, I'll get some better players that I haven't had chance to use yet. And I'll, I'll use them next weekend and maybe I'll enjoy the game more. And then you play with them and you realise it's the same thing. You like you don't notice any difference. I'm not being funny, but if you go and buy a Ford Fiesta that's a 1993 plate with 200,000 miles on the clock, you know that's an old car. You go and buy a new Ford Fiesta, you know that's a lot more money at that particular time. You know there's a difference. You go and pick up this 98 Mbappe, which I'm using, and you go and use the normal Mbappe. All right, you might finish a couple more chances, but it doesn't make your weekend league any better. You like. Oh, I me, agree. Just... I agree. I would if I would have packed one of the big ones. I would have sold it to get other players. For me, I like the players that get met, like like the Delict or the De Jong. That like that, you'll probably feel a difference. But an Mbappe at striker, like you said, with people playing dropback and stuff, you're not really gonna feel a big difference, and you're gonna drop four or five million on that card. Yeah, that, it, I it, never it... ever went after the big team of the year attackers ever. Uh, when playing ultimate i've always went for the ones that got like a decent upgrade where they find the difference when you use them but i don't think it's that you're not ever going to see a difference obviously you will see a difference in the cards but people think that they're going to go out and get this unreal team because they've packed this player and they've packed that player and they're now going to go from gold two to elite three it doesn't happen like that unfortunately that's just not not how fifa works and if you're a good enough fifa player you'll get the results that you're meant to get but I've, i've learned to realize over the last two weeks especially that People genuinely believe that teams are the sole reason why they're not finishing where they think they should be finishing. Yeah, give, mm-hmm. give me the best team in the game. I'll get 30, you know, win FEWC without fail. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah it's, I, How many I, times have I read or heard that like on, on Twitter or everywhere? Oh, you've got a pay to win team. I get the 100. <laughs> it's yeah, true. Holiday Vieira equals 30 and 0. <laughs> That's a true formula. It is. It's true. Oh, that's why I'm Felix keeps Damn failing it. on this formula. I don't know what's going on. I'm not failing <laughs> this formula, man. You said Hullet and Vieira. I've only got one of them. Okay. There, you've got your reason. Easy. Thanks. I, I just know how to fix it now. There you go. Goodbye, Vieira. You'll get 30 now. But uh, I think I think the, the the like you said, the marketing around it's huge, and the reason why I think we're seeing we see so much during Team of the Year is because even. I, I'm going to take away like the spending the ton of money, but the reason why people are gutting their clubs, emptying everything just for team of the year, I've seen. I feel like I've seen it even more this year than maybe it's just because people started like streamers started doing in the past. Like, oh, we just built 200 Premier League upgrade packs or whatever. I think people are doing that themselves on their accounts because they if they don't get anything, they're like, well, they're in the same boat. Uh, I really don't care. Like, I, I'm not enjoying FIFA anyways. But if they do get that one player, it's like maybe not. You obviously have those people that think that they could a good team's going to get them like elite one or like a higher record in weekend league. That's not true. But I think a lot of players, even me, like I'm like honestly the only reason I want a team of the year is because not really like I care about any of the team of the years. It's that that one player might like just change how much I enjoy the game that little bit more. Even if I don't get like a better record, I might just enjoy using that better player more. Um, I think that's what a lot of people are doing right now, and that's why you've seen a lot more packs. But I definitely wouldn't be the one spending money on them. But in terms of like gutting the club or like setting yourself up for to have no coins down the road, I think it, I, that's why I see a lot of people doing it. And I've even since streaming, like a couple people have come to my chat and been like, what, like, should I just spend all the, I have 100K coins left. Should I just spend them on Premier League upgrades? I was like, honestly, like, you shouldn't. But 
honestly, I, I might do that if I was you because on, I'm not enjoying FIFA. So if I get one team of the year, that might br- bring up my level of enjoyment on this game that little bit more. Um, and actually goes to the question. We have a question from like the stream chat as well, uh, live stream this episode. And they said, do you have a suggestion to keep going with FUT? You're just re- uh, I'm really dreading it right now. So like anything like you guys might be doing that's either pumping you up the play or if you're, if you're feeling down about playing, like I know we kind of all are. Joey just had three weeks, I think, without Weekend League. Felix, you just said you might. I don't know if you just said you wouldn't finish games. I don't know if you said them in the beginning or before I'm we not started. Even started. I'm definitely not going to finish. Yeah, so you're not finishing your games this week when you've consistently finished over the past like couple of years, outside of like a few weekends here and there. Um, and Alex, I don't know what your situation is, but I don't know if there's anything that's what's keeping you going in FIFA and like why you log into the game, um, or why you're playing it still, other outside of it being just like the the only real football simulator out there. So if I was a average FIFA player, um, that's not a streamer, YouTuber, or anything like that, I probably wouldn't play all my games on a weekend. Uh, in fact, no, I wouldn't. I definitely know I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to play FIFA uh, and you're just not enjoying it for whatever reason, the only way I could say to keep it fresh each weekend, you've literally just not got to care where you finish. Use a different formation, try different teams, build some retro teams or something, you know, teams on the like, players from the past that were good. Uh, you know, if you're a particular fan of a team, maybe build a team with a lot of them players in. You've got to do something else to keep it fresh. The problem is, is that the FIFA is so, so competitive. Everyone wants to finish high in weekend and every, every weekend, that's what they're aiming. People come into the Twitch chat and say, oh, I'm on this record and, you know, I've bottled this, I've bottled that. Oh, you know, I'm really annoyed at myself. And, and I'm thinking, unless this is like, you know, your, your job or like, you, you know, again, you're a streamer or anything like that. What does it matter? I mean, I know people want to improve, but just have fun while you're doing it. I don't understand why people are so driven to take it so serious. Do you know what I mean? Unless your aim is to be a pro player or to really hit elite and you really want to put in that work, just have fun with it. People forget it's a video game. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest part. And that's actually something I was doing. So before like these past couple of weeks when I really just wasn't playing at all, I was every single week was trying to change up my formation. Um, I was, I honestly, this year, it's a good year for it too. Cause I feel like there are so many strong formations and, and it's a really year you can, I, especially, I know um, Alex, you've probably put up videos with uh, some, some different formations. I've been trying like ones you said five, three, two earlier. I actually really, I, I really enjoyed uh, that on my cheap little road to glory team. I made, that was another reason. Uh, that's something else I did. Uh, one of my suggestions is just use players you like in real life too. I think that can really help you as I know Felix, we've talked about this before you, the reason you like you play FIFA is because you don't really like other video games that much. You haven't found like another video game you like, and it's like football simulator. You like football. Like that's so even if the game's bad, you're still going to play FIFA more because of what it is. So for me as a suggestion to really enjoy the game, it's using players you want in real life. So what I did is I, I had an account I didn't use. I went on that, got enough coins for Lewandowski put him in my team and I'm just building a team around him now. So he's going to play every single game for me, no matter what. Um, and I, and I, I've just enjoyed it that much more. Um, so just forcing yourself maybe into it goes along with what Alex had said about not caring about your record. Maybe we, we all know like Neymar and Bappe, Messi or whatever is a great front three, but maybe you like Lua or you like a player that's maybe worse in, honestly your record if you're a good player is not going to change a ton so go put in the player you like because it feels that much better when you do something awesome with them like if i score a banger goal with lua i just I, it feels so much better than scoring a goal with like neymar or ronaldo or messi or anything like that so uh it's something i've done recently to try to get back into fifa a little bit more um i used to do that you know remember the times when i used to grind the daily knockout tournament with silver teams and stuff silvers mm-hmm. and bronzes that played for the team i support and stuff that was so much fun i, I think it's 
the biggest problem is that EA has made this game so much about how competitive it is and playing for rewards and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. With the, the format that Weekend League is and how much it like produces toxicity and stuff. We've been over this multiple times on the podcast as well. I think this game just needs a place for you to be able to play with teams with players that you like without actually getting punished for it because you won't finish on as many wins or yeah but there still has to be some win. sort of reward we've talked about yeah yeah you, you i still like to play for something because otherwise i could just go into into online friendlies and just exactly play for the yeah. sake of play it just adds fun to it if you're playing for something they just need to take away the competitive edge a little bit and encourage people to just just have more fun like I always thought it would be really cool if they if they brought these these tournament backs and made league specific ones where you have to play with a league and side and at the end you you get a special league and player if you win or something and if you've won it you can't you can then not play it again so you don't ruin it for other people and all that sort of stuff we've been over it multiple times but uh, it's yeah, just a, it's a, it's a simple, simple fix just just bring back DKTs I mean everyone everyone knows it. Just bring back DKTs. I, I've been the same. Uh, I everyone. I feel like they're in the time people complained about it because of what it was an access to the weekend league. Now that we kind of have a, a grindable access to the weekend league, I think DKTs would be so much more fun now because there wouldn't be. The, the, I mean, winning them's obviously good, but outside of that, like there's like they would have a prize, but you they're not necessary to win as they were back then. You needed to win them to obviously be in weekend league if you missed like a week of uh, qualifying. Um, you needed to you needed to play them, so I think there's a little bit of stress that went behind them, and kind of what we talked about. I think well, oh, we uh, any tournaments, and we've all said this, bring back tournament modes that they used to have in prior FIFA's, just like the Gold Cup, but with like requirements. And the rewards for that were not even good, and people used to play that all the time. I went back and watched uh, a few of from FIFA 12, so I think it was FIFA 12, some of Air Japes' Path to Power, which was best best YouTube series out there. 100. percent the, the the reason why it was was so good was because he'd literally build a new team every couple of episodes to just go and give it a go in the different DKTs that had different requirements. And sometimes I log on and I look, they look at my calendar and I'm like, you know, what what videos am I going to put out over the next couple of weeks? And I'm thinking, for me, there's not really anything content wise that I can do, as in in the game, like it's division rivals or, or weekend league. I mean, yeah, there's drafts as well, but other than that, there's not a fat lot. And I'll be honest, people aren't that bothered about watching drafts unless you're, you know, Nepenthes or, you know, Bates and those are the guys that, that kill the drafts. Mm -hmm. um, anyone else out there, I've realised my views just aren't really bothered by them. So there's just nothing out there for you really to just make anything on and, and, and share it with anyone. And it just, it's just a bit dead, really. And it's just it's just frustrating. You log on each day. And for me, like, because so, of work, I'm, I'm not on at 6pm to even look at these SBCs that get released and then do a video on them or anything like that and share my thoughts on them, that sort of thing. Because by the time I get to it, it, I'm already a day late. No one cares then. Like people want it there and in the fresh, and I just, I just don't understand. I feel like it's such a simple fix to bring the daily knockout tournament back. They could literally add it in in a patch. Like it's not a game changing thing that has to be added in in the next FIFA. Yeah, just, I mean they used to change up the tournaments all the time. Yeah, it just, it just irritates me really. I, I, I just feel like they get so many things wrong and a few little things right, and it just gets to that point where you just get a bit frustrated with it, really. I mean, yeah, no, I agree. About, um, wanted that for a while. You talk about making videos and like content drops and, and draft or anything. Would that even be something you enjoy or that you would want to make? Because like your content is obviously based around coaching and improving at the game and like more educational and that stuff. Not so much, uh, you know, like to drafts and stuff um, isn't something that I'm, I'm that particularly bothered about. However, with like the DKT, 
I feel like you know, people watch watch me and my channel and whatnot to try and improve at the game. If they release a certain DKT that requires you to use four bronze players, three silver players, Brazilians, this sort of thing, and I can make it a fun little way of, of doing it, people would still be interested in that because it's a good player using not so good players and still winning the four games on the bounce or whatever it is and, and winning the tournament from it and then share with them how I did it, what players I thought were good, that sort of thing. The problem that you've got is that for gameplay wise, all I can show people is how did I get on in weekend league? Like, no one wants to sit there and watch me grind division rivals like KSI used to do when he used to do road to division one. Unless you do it in that sort of entertainment wise, no one really cares. Like, and they just, for a, for a game, uh, a video game that's meant to be fun and enjoyable, they get, they get too many things wrong and so little right, in my opinion. No, I agree. I was actually thinking the same thing is that from a YouTube or like a content creation standpoint, um, if they were doing these tournaments quite often and they were changing the requirements, we've all said like with weekend league and um, f uh, division rivals being like the main source of the game, people will still want to keep their main team. So only have this small reserve of coins to build a team that fit these requirements. So I think from a content creation standpoint for you, uh, do like you said, winning it with a bad team. Like if it was a full Brazilian team, if you don't have money, uh, I, I know you have Neymar, but outside of him, like if you didn't have like a ton of Brazilians in your main starter team and you only had maybe like a hundred K to build, um, the second team that you need to do for this tournament, you could do like best 100k squad builder for this specific DKT. I mean, it would it'd be amazing for you too because people would be looking for cheap ways for them to build like a, yeah. a solid team. And then it brings back all the things people have always wanted in the past. Like if you think FIFA FUT 13s when I started, um, Alexander S. Fine was like one of the best cards in the game because he was just a yeah. meta gold. You you really truly, I don't think meta golds exist as much as they do uh, as they did in the past because. You, you're playing against mega teams at, at this point uh, all the time if you're in weekend league. So you'd be bringing back those meta gold theories in, in a way. Um, a lot of these players like that have obscure nations or obscure leagues that are decently well-rounded or have like a stat that's really good could be effective again and be fun to use. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I've always thought about as well, which I don't know how they could impl implement it, but I think they could. It's, this is going away from fun. This is going back to more competitive side just because that's what I like as well. Why can't they release, release a DKT during the week that's like a 64 man and the reward is like 100k, 150k or something, something, you know, fairly decent that all right, you, might, you might have to queue up and you might have to wait a little bit longer, but something that's just a little bit more. Because in the week, I mean, let's be honest, Felix, as a top player like yourself, do you even touch division rivals? Hardly. And what, what are we there in? Is, there are some weeks where I'm getting a certain spark of motivation out of nowhere and i seem to like lose my head and don't really know what i'm doing and then i go into rivals and immediately regret it though because of the the quality of gameplay you get there i don't mind the sweaty games i, I actually like the competitive aspect of it and, and rivals is just a, a bit less aids than we could be because if you lose it really doesn't matter that much you, you can recover your, your rating yeah and it doesn't really affect the rewards you well it doesn't affect the rewards you get at all if we're being honest um <laughs> But I don't know. I I prefer draft. It's just it's just a bit more casual, a bit more fun, a bit different, you know, because you play with unique teams. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's a part. So I've done a few more drafts. I've always kind of not. Been, I've been against drafts in a way, not against them. I just haven't found them that enjoyable because they haven't changed the mode much in the three years it's been out, four years it's been out. Um, but I've been playing more because of that. It's it's forced me just to use different teams and and, and try out different players, which is kind of the fun part of FUT that, that got me into it back in FIFA 13, uh, was trying out these different cards and, and just being able to use different teams. 
Um, and, and like someone said in the chat, uh, the past and present squad builders was always like a fun series like to watch on YouTube or to do yourself. Like as much as it's fun to watch from a content creation standpoint, uh, especially uh, if you're like good at the game, you could use these these squad builders for like full teams. But like for me, I know I would love like a full Arsenal team just to use because Arsenal fans. So it's just like stuff like that. Uh, just trying to find different ways to bring fun to the game. But I know, and you mentioned playing FIFA during the week. Um, I know Joey, uh, who who was at the time committing a lot of time to weekend league, was not touching the game at all during the week because there was nothing to do outside. If you weren't grinding for like the objectives or the icon swaps, there, what were you doing during the week? Like, rivals, I, you can only get so high. Yeah, I personally, so I play weekend league every weekend. Tuesday, I don't touch the game at all. I won't even turn the console on on Monday or Wednesday. Tuesday, when I stream, I coach, so I'm not actually touching the game then. And if I'm not coaching, then I just uh, I play viewers. And again, if that was my choice, probably would I do it? Probably not. I maybe might play one draft uh, if we can get any decent sort of plays in there, just have a bit more fun. Uh, and then Thursday's the same. And I hardly, I'll probably play 36 games of FIFA in a week, 30 of them weekend league. Yeah, and 30 of them are put into three days, really, two and a half probably <laughs> with work schedules and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, and I think that's, I mean, that's the way they've built the game. So I don't know if that's what they want, uh, personally. I don't, I don't know if that's what they're thinking, uh, is and that's what uh, EA wants as a whole. But that's definitely, I think, the the general consensus. If you are a weekend league player, I would say 70 plus percent of your games played are probably during the weekend. Um, and you don't touch the game as much during the week, at least in terms of gameplay. But I mean, they've tried to make it more appealing during the week, but They've just like put it wrong, though. That's what I mean. They've got the right idea, but they've yes. just put it in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, they've done. Yeah, they flipped it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's people. People moan about these icon swaps too, which annoys me. Oh, this card's not great. This card's not great. They could have gave us better cards. They're not going to give you a ninety hullet at this stage of the game. It's just mm. not going to happen. They're not going to give you the eighty-eight rare at this stage of the game. However, if you've not put a single penny onto this game. If you can get an 86 Vieira, yeah, all right, by the looks of it, it might not be till the end of Feb. Um, if you can still get an 86 Vieira for free, it's guaranteed. What? I don't understand what the issue is. Okay, take away the fact that they've put it in division rivals and squad battles because they're stupid. But other than that, it's a free icon. So, I mean, even squad battles isn't that dumb. I think using squad battles for that's not even that bad. But yeah, I think we've talked about rivals and, See, and there no, should I be. Dis- a- I disagree with that because I personally think that if you're going to make these objectives, you should make it so that there's more chances to get them than the actual tokens. So at the minute, you have to play squad battles. I don't yes. want to play squad yeah, yeah. battles. Yeah. I, I like playing online. If you gave it so that you had so many, you could do this many objectives, but you still get the same amount of tokens, but you can take your pick on what objectives you do. Why not make it so that win this many games, just in any game mode using this formation or something like that, make it a little bit, it doesn't have to be so easy, but some of the for me, squad battles. I don't do the icon swaps because I literally would rather blow my brains out than play squad battles. <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's a lot of people like that. But then there's also I know so I I don't know if you guys if if you guys listen to the Foot Weekly podcast, but they were talking about how statistically squad battles is probably one of the most played modes, though, um, just given the amount of casuals in the game that play it. Um, so I, from an EA standpoint, I get why they do it, but I, that's actually a great idea. Um, from what you said, like more tokens than you need to complete. So like, I don't know who's the highest right now. If it's like 24 tokens, um, give there's maybe 30 tokens up for grab or 35. And then if you are a psychopath and play every single one and get all 36 tokens, you're now rewarded by, you get the Viera plus you could pick like maybe a smaller icon, like one of the ones from Vandersar or something like that. So like you are. Now you're allowing people to get multiple icons if they literally do every objective. But then for the people, you're, you're still forcing them to do 24 objectives, but you're letting them have a little bit more 
decision on which objectives yeah, they do. Yeah, when because... they can do because what happens if you took a week holiday and you you missed near enough because they're releasing them in batches of six at the minute. You you know you take a week holiday or something or you're not very well and you come back to it and you realise you've got to play this many games in you know this sort short period of time. I I, I dread I dreaded even doing it as soon as they announced it in the first icon swaps and that was over the space of a month and I still went <laughs> nah I'm not doing that like because just I personally can't be bothered like. You know, that's not how I want to be spending my time. Um, I'll play Division Rivals using my main team if I want to practice. I don't want to go and use some first owner League One squad. Oh, you're all right, thanks. I played the game. I bought the game. I spent my I spent my money to get it. I want to play with a team that I want to play with, not what you dictate. <laughs> no, and I agree. And I, and, and I don't even hate some of the objectives because, like you said, they're first. The first owner ones, I kind of like personally, and this is, I think not a lot of people like this, but I actually like the first owner objectives, specifically what I've said this kind of entire episode for me, trying, uh, forcing myself to try out new players is kind of fun. So if you're forced to use first owner objectives, you're forced now to use people you pack. I kind of like that, but yeah, it's in rivals. So until that goes out the door, because if I'm at someone, if I'm playing against someone at my skill level with players that I don't want to be using, or I um, maybe have fun using, but they're not my main team, but he's using his main team. And we're at the exact same skill level. Where's the fun in that for me? I'm using, I'm now hurting myself to play someone at the same skill level. So now I'm forced to relegate or forced to lose until I am relegated. Yeah, I've, I've kind of contradicted myself first. Why don't I clarify? Obviously, I've said that I want to use the team that I've bought and not use a team. And then obviously with the DKT, I'm saying, you know, make it so you can use this team and that team. The way that would all be fine. I don't mind using first owner squads, whatever they want it to be. If it wasn't in rivals, it's yes, just because yes. it's in rivals that it's wrong. If it was in, you know, just in however they want to do it, then that's fine because then it's more of a an, a choice which I probably would make. I go, yeah, I do. That's not so bad. But for me, rivals is there literally to just practice and get better, not to go and use some League One squad and then come up against a guy that's using his main team. And fair play to the guy with the main team. He's not just going to go and give you the free win because he might, you know, he's, he might be playing a couple of games of FIFA. And that's all he can get in during the week. So he wants to play properly. Doesn't want to just, you know, people get mad at him for it. But that's their choice. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought I just thought I'd clarify that because I know. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's it's tough. It's that dynamic in rivals too, because like it is that if I if I came up if I if they had like so if you had to do these in friendlies, we'll say if I came against someone in friendly with like a full icon team and I'm and they can clearly see I'm doing the objective and they're sweating it out and stuff like that, you have maybe a more reason to be upset. But yeah, if you come against someone in rivals and they're trying their hardest, it's because rivals was meant to be a competitive mode when it came to the game. You can't blame them for what EA's forced now you to to hurt your team at so yeah I, I fully agree with that one too it's yeah. like you can't get mad at the other player um no. for what they're doing because they're trying to win the game that they're supposed to be trying to win um exactly. and there's there's stuff on the line if they do win and move up you get better rewards obviously if you're in a higher division um and so on and so forth so i think that i, th- I would agree with that one too um yeah. and i i've been saying it since last like two years like bring back dkt is one of my favorite things i used to love it i think what the last like month of fifa for fifa 18 i was just grinding fifa so much and i was just like winning the dkt from like like we talked about content creation streaming it was just like if someone came in the chat and they're like oh i can't i i haven't had time to win dkt i was like give me it i, I just want to do it it's just fun it was just so much fun to play like and i didn't care about playing like actual weekend league or seasons at the time i think it was before rivals so i was well, like, I honestly wish is that ea grabbed a bunch of content creators bunch of pros try and just get a bunch of casuals that don't even know about the twitter fifa scene and all that sort of thing just take a load of ideas from them and start implementing them because surely the people that work here they don't play the game to the level that we do and because if not they'd realize and go man this is pretty boring well i mean what what do we actually they go and play other games and they go oh this is fun i got this to do i got that to do i got this to grind for i got this to do and all that sort of thing surely they must jump on fifa well if they do and go 
oh, this is this is dreadful. I mean, clearly they don't. Like, they clearly they don't play the game to the level that we do. They almost play it every now and then. Because mm-hmm. if, if I were there, you'd, I'd be realizing that this game fundamentally could go so much better. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then there is always the theory that because of EA, the top. And maybe the guys, there are certain guys within that development team or whatever that do play the game a lot, and and maybe they have these ideas that EA as a uh, as a company say, eh, yeah, it's a lot of money. We don't have any. We literally have no competition. Um, do you know, I don't think it's that they have competition. I think it's that the guys at the top who who make the executive decisions for them, they obviously don't play the game. I mean, why would you when you're probably a fifty year old man earning mega bucks? You know, that's probably not going to be the first thing on your mind. Uh, is that all they do is they look at. The, the line and if the line's in the red they go why is it in the red guys what's happening oh well this is an issue this is an issue okay well let's pump some money into it let's see this change and let's see it go back into the green i don't think ea really have any phase of this fifa where it goes into the red they're always in the green because people buy packs with points exactly yeah yeah and and we've talked about that it needs to be like there needs to be a huge change for them to actually change things because i mean like you said it's profit it's no competition it's it's or, it's or all EA, EA could just go we could do so much more with this and make even more money. And I don't know what I'd True. do. I yeah. wouldn't just I wouldn't just sit on whatever profit they're making. I'd be going, okay, we're making a lot. What else can we do to double that, to triple that? Well, we could yeah. do this, we could do that. Oh, that's brilliant. Let's do that then. Here's what they do. This is how they make more money. They uh, come up with untradeable pack rewards for SBCs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so now we've come full circle. Um, we, have, we have completed the circle. Alex, I appreciate you um, for coming on. No, uh, thank you uh, very much for having me. It is appreciated yeah. for us. And as always, you, I think I, I always like to take this part out of the time because it seems to be the time we record. Thank you, Felix, for staying up till like one a.m., two a.m. to record this. Um, yeah, Alex, as well, you, same, same with you. What did like, you say, Felix? Work, that's my natural sleeping pattern. Honestly, you, when I'm off work, I go to bed at like two a.m., three a.m., get up at ten. That's no, it's probably the same for me too. But I, I like, I like to give the consideration that you, that i think sometimes that people don't yeah, see so. is, is the time the time of the day we record this uh maybe it would be easier if we all lived in the same area and, and could actually record this yeah, whenever we're free got, you guys just gotta move that would make it a lot easier for me as well to find an apartment expensive and it we could just split the bill essentially okay so two of us live over here and one of us lives over there so two of us move over there okay makes sense yes no you know wait jo- joey why have we uh, joey uh felix why haven't we figured this out Joey's rich. He's got a massive house. He lives down the street from a Lamborghini. He clearly has enough room for both of us. Let's just go live with him. And he's got a kid on the way. We can we can babysit. Come on in, man. The <laughs> there it is. So we'll be I moving into like that he's still still listening to this. <laughs> Joey's still working out at the gym, listening to the podcast. Uh, no, I'm in my car waiting for the ice to melt in the windshield so I can drive. Oh, so I've been just listening because I don't have a uh, I don't have washer fluid and I don't have my that little thingy. What is it called? The heated front windscreen. What's that? Oh, you don't have, you don't have your ice scraper, you mean? Ice scraper, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How cold? How cold is it over there? It's Chicago, cold, so man. it's probably pretty cold. Uh, it's actually it was actually sixty degrees here, Joe. You'll never believe it today. It ran, we got wicked hot. Dude, we've had uh, we've had great weather for the past like three weeks for December and January over here. It's been like forties, fifties. It's great, but then all of a sudden now it's a snowstorm. <laughs> Classic. That I mean, that that feels like that like anywhere north northern United States. You, um, but yeah, no. Thank you guys for coming on. Hope you guys did enjoy. Um, thank you for the questions in the chat as well. Um, again, thank you for uh, Alex coming on. The links to his Twitch and YouTube will be down in the description below, and I'll throw Twitter in as well. Um, as it always, definitely make sure to check those out. Yes, if, you, if you're looking to improve a FIFA, Alex is the man. He does coaching and all sorts really well as well. Like. 
it's not just like oh do fifa coaching and he tells you to just score more goals than your opponent um <laughs> no yeah. i think I'll be, I'll be honest that's all it is just just put the ball in the back of the net <laughs> we talked about it last week joey had, joey had a good experience um <coughs> from alex as well so uh yep. of course joey uh, I think you would you'd hit the the elite three or the the twenty not the elite three the twenty seven wins with the four three three for the first time so clearly it's effective um so definitely go check out his links down below appreciate well, him for being on he uh, I remember the day the weekend after that after I watched his feedback I felt so much more confident in defending just based off of what he told me to look at that it was a bre- the first like fifteen games was such a breeze like I didn't even have to usually sometimes you'll get that one or two opponents that'll kind of throw you off but even those were just i was breezing through them um it was just unfortunate that i just came, became frustrated with the servers and just kind of game turned me away because i was like excited after i got that so i only got really one weekend to implement his feedback but i will be back and hopefully <laughs> oh, i'll have back. a better yeah i will be back but yeah i highly highly recommend if you guys are listening and you want some tips or or anything for improving your game he's the guy to go to man no doubt Appreciate you, fellas. Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. And yeah, thank you guys for the chat. Uh, drop drop a like or a subscription or whatever uh, podcast service you use. Drop, drop that a follow on there. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.